What's happening in your world tonight? It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Round two of the PGA Championship, the second major in full swing today at Bethpage Black in New York. And conditions look fantastic right now. And Brooks Kepka, the round one leader, not showing any signs of slowing down. The defending champ and tourney favorite was on fire yesterday with that course record seven under 63 to take a lead. Today, already three under par for the day. He leads at 10 under par through six holes of play. Closest golfer to him is Tommy Fleetwood. He's at minus six right now, four off the pace, still on the course. Jordan Spieth, he's in the clubhouse trying for that career grand slam, and he's in the mix. One of his best performances in a long time, five under and five shots back right now. We have uh, uh, Rory McIlroy making the cut. The cut right line right now is plus three, and Rory McIlroy in the clubhouse just on the cut line, and Tiger Woods three over, 13 back of Kepka right on the cut line as well. We'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon how things are going down there. NBA action game two of the Eastern Conference final at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Milwaukee hosting Toronto. The Bucks minus six and a half, total 216. Milwaukee leading that best of seven series, one game to none. Portland hosting Golden State in game three of the Western final Saturday. The Blazers laying two and a half, their favorite. 221 is your over under. And Golden State leads the best of seven series, two games to none. John Davidson heading back to the Big Apple. John Davidson has left his post of uh, president of hockey ops with the Columbus Blue Jackets after the New York Rangers sought permission to speak to him about their team president position. Davidson departed Columbus with four years left on his deal. He's going to join the Rangers, and the team will make it official next Wednesday with the press conference. Glenn Sather stepping down as New York Rangers team president just last month. NHL playoff action on the go tonight as well. San Jose Sharks and the St. Louis Blues meet at 8 o'clock tonight. Blues laying a buck 35 in this game, total five and a half. San Jose up two to one in the best of seven series. The Boston Bruins, man, with a lot of rest now, they're waiting. They've already advanced to the Stanley Cup final after sweeping Carolina yesterday. Baltimore Ravens, they've signed free agent pass rusher Shane Ray to a one-year deal. Ray is a former first-round pick of the Denver Broncos back in 2015. He's had an injury-filled NFL career, missing 13 games over the past two years with worst injuries. The Ravens also signed linebacker Pernell McPhee today. The Minnesota Twins have placed D.H. Nelson Cruz on the 10-day injured list with a strained left wrist. Crazy night in the MLB, 15 games on the board. Here's it looks on the gambling tote board here. Three games at 7.05. Yankees, uh, a raise at Yankees. Yankees minus 129 and a half. Stanek versus Sabathia. The Cubs at Washington. The Nationals laying 60 cents. Your total is eight. Hamels versus Scherzer. Colorado in Philly tonight. Phil's small favorites, minus 125. Total nine and a half. It's Gray versus Irvin. Five more games at 7.10 tonight. Baltimore at Cleveland. The Indians minus 189. Bundy versus Rodriguez. Houston minus 45 cents at Boston. Should be a great series this weekend. Total nine and a half. Cole versus Parcello. Oakland minus 185 at Detroit tonight. Over under nine. Montas and Norris. Dodgers laying 35 cents at Cincinnati. Nine and a half. Hill versus Desclafani. The Mets, big favorites, minus 220 at Miami tonight. Six and a half to Grom and Richards. 720 baseball action. We got Milwaukee and Atlanta. Braves minus 149. Chassin and Freed. 805. St. Louis minus 160 at Texas. 11 and a half. Mikolas and Minor. 810 action. Toronto and the White Sox. White Sox, a buck 15 favorites. Total nine. Sanchez and Nova. We got 940 games here. San Francisco at Arizona. D backs minus 145. Over under nine. Zamarja and Kelly. 1007. Casey at the Angels. Halos minus 165. Nine and a half is your total. Keller and Harvey. Two more at 10-10. These guns wrap up the night. Minnesota, minus 115 at Seattle. Nice pitching matchup. Perez and Gonzalez, eight and a half. And Pittsburgh at San Diego, 
Padres minus 160. Lyles versus Lucchese over under at seven. Tyron Woodley to UFC News has withdrawn from his main event rematch against Robbie Lawler at UFC Minneapolis on June 29th due to a hand injury. The UFC is now seeking a replacement to fight Lawler. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Steve Merrill dropped by. We'll talk NASCAR, basketball, and a hell of a lot more. Babano will go through the whole betting card with you. Should be a lot of fun today. It's Friday. Keep it tuned. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Ready, the radio. As begun, Fantasy Sports our Radio Network, iHeartRadio, now on YouTube. I am Gable Morenzi. What's up? It's a Friday. We got a full house uh, today. Steve Merrill's going to step up and in. Babano and Alex Smith. Not the quarterback, the handicapper. Handicapper. Although, Bucks. Yeah, con- considering, uh, considering Alex Smith's um, injuries, the quarterback, He's probably going to be available for interviews um, permanently in a year or two, if not like this upcoming year. (laughs) Excellent point. Great career, though. Boy, he's been an Alex Smith Smith. Yeah, we'll get him on the show. It's too bad it's ended this way. I agree. I think he was uh, very underrated for all the things he did with the Niners. And, you know, he never really got the the pub and respect. He was a damn winning quarterback a lot of the time. Never always had the best pieces around him, too. I think he's a great guy. Never bitched and complained. Big fan of Alex Smith in college and in the pros. I don't know if he'll, you know, he could be back. He could, he so. could be back uh, eventually, but, you know, he's, he's not, he's not a young guy, right? No. He's not a young guy. And mobi- yeah, mobility was always a big part of his game, too. True. Uh, yeah, we can get into Alex Smith's career, but I tell you, Alex Smith had a hell of a career. If you look at his I whole agree. body of work, like his one loss record, his college career. I remember that game. I remember that year I was on them. Uh, remember the Utah Utes yep. uh, beat Alabama in the uh, in the Sugar Bowl. Crushed them. Uh, it was Urban Meyer sort of coming out party. You know, Urban, Urban Meyer had been kicking ass, but uh, he used to be at Utah guys years ago. He was the Utah Utes uh, head coach. Uh, it was before the Florida era, and then Al- Alex Smith. Alex Smith was the quarterback, and uh, I think they were fourteen and zero in the year, thirteen and zero. They play. I think they played an extra game that year, or whatever. I think they ended up fourteen and zero, the Utah Utes, and they got screwed too. They didn't win the championship or anything like that. You know, because they, they weren't in the uh, they weren't in the Pac uh, Pac twelve in those days. That's right. They were still a Mountain West team. They didn't they didn't play like the best of schedules, but they handled their business. But uh, nevertheless, Alex Smith is going to join us. Um, he'll help us break down this game, and I'm sure, uh, you know, Cam, I'm sure you feel better now. At least the NHL has apologized and said, oh, we screwed up, and we should have overruled it. Yeah, yeah, I feel a lot better. Uh, honestly, these apologies make me even sicker. It's what you talked about the other day. You, you, what, you think you're going to apologize to a team later and make you feel better? The referee in the Seahawks-Steeler uh, Super Bowl, oh, I feel bad. You know, I really, really blew some calls that day. Well, good for you. You know what I mean? It happens how many years later on down the fact. It doesn't matter. Things are in the past. You can't change betting tickets. You can't do anything about it. That's why I was happy with FanDuel and the response to the game. But I expect St. Louis to get some calls tonight, Gabe, and we'll see. Maybe they'll take care of business and tie up the series. But 
I'm all in on St. Louis, but uh, good call by you on Boston last night. I thought Carolina would try to extend the series and the Bruins would try to win it at home, but Boston's so damn good and they take care of business. They're just, uh, they look uh, absolutely scary right now. <laughs> I know we said we might take somebody from the West, but the more and more I think about Boston, the professionals they have in that team, they just look like they're they're in some kind of zone. And Tuka Rask, I've never seen a goaltender. He's he's on fire right now, man. Oh, my God, the saves this guy makes. He's he's feeling it. And wouldn't, um, you know, you, you look at, uh, as, as you stated, the, um, the officiating is just it's absolutely brutal. And you get an apology after the fact, uh, but it's too little too late. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just it's too little too late. But the Boston, the Boston Bruins, sort of like the whole series, Cam. I mean, watch the first 30 minutes of that game. Carolina were all over them. Couldn't score. Right? It was, you know. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network, PJ Championship uh, continues. Yep. Uh, our boy Craig uh, sent me a great shot of uh, John Robb taking a leak against the tree as Dustin Johnson's about to uh, to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. You gotta go. Waterworks. And I'll tell you, Marenzi, uh, I got good news for you, actually. I have some really good news for you because I know, you know, we haven't had very good news uh, recently with some things, but Adam Scott is making a run today. He's hit many, many long birdies, and now is in the top five. The problem is Brooks Kepka right now is an absolute machine. I don't even think he bleeds blood. It's oil. He's 10 under, but Adam Scott is four, four, five under, I think, right now, and uh, making a huge move today. So that's your boy Daly's uh, big bomb pick at uh, 55 to 1, making a run. I've got a, I got a piece uh, of him, and I'll tell you what, yeah, Kepka, man. I mean, the guy's minus 10 right now. It's just, it's, it's relentless. He's like yep, the he's, he's like he's like Steph Curry. He's just shooting threes, and they all go in. <laughs> Let's bring in minus, Steve Merrill. Minus one twenty, Gabe, to win now. You ever seen that second round of the tournament? You got to lay juice for him to win the tournament now. Minus we talked about it. Talked about it this morning, actually, on a morning show, that he was uh, he was plus one sixty five uh, this morning. We had Jason Sobel on from uh, the Action Network, uh, former ESPN guy, smart guy, and. Uh, even he was saying, it's not a lot of great value here. Let's bring in Steve Merrill. Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts. What's going on, Steve? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Uh, I'll be doing better if Adam Scott can uh, can win the PGAs. I got a piece <laughs> of him at uh, 50 to 1. I, You know, I knew. I was like, man, he's probably not going to win. But at these fat odds, even like top 20 would pay pretty well, uh, to be honest. But I, I decided to sprinkle uh, a little bit. Oh, no, uh, do you have any uh, PGA uh, action going on, Steve? No, I do not. I mean, it's very similar to the NASCAR, but I just don't handicap it. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, if you, can, if you can't do it full-time like I like to do it, then I don't do it at all. But um, it's definitely a bettable sport, and it's very, very similar to NASCAR. I just follow the drivers more than I do the golfers. But from what I saw from a distance yesterday, the, the 
Kupchak or whatever his name is, what shot a low 60s, I guess. It was like up eight strokes today or something already. So it's definitely not good for the TV coverage. Um, yeah, well, yeah. It's going to be all right as long as guys are Guys around. are grinding a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah like Fleetwood, Fleetwood six under. Kepka's 10, right, Gabe? So if we keep it within that four-stroke mark, I think we're going to have a great weekend because even Kepka, with his experience, when he sees the likes of quality players breathing down his neck, it'll be a little interesting. But you're right. The guy is an absolute animal right now. He's just, his length is so big, he's tearing apart the course. Yeah, they'd be happy if Tiger Woods was leading right now, but... Um, yes, they, that's not happening. It, it's still, <laughs> it's where, still, where is Tiger, uh, by the way? Where is he uh, by the way, oh, Steve, he is right on the cut line right now. The cut line is plus three. Gabe, the craziest thing happened today, too. Rory McIlroy was seven over when he made the turn. He birdied four holes to make the cut on the number. He's in the clubhouse. Tiger Woods is plus three right now, and that is the exact cut. The projected cut is probably going to go to plus four because the course is so hard, but Tiger is grinding just to stay for the weekend. Shows how little I cover it, guys, because when I saw the odds for the Masters, I do look at the the major four. I do log those odds to keep track of them, obviously. And last month, you know, shows how little I've been following golf because when I saw he was like the third or fourth favorite of the Masters, I said, what a sucker bet. You'd have to take the other side (laughs) on that one. That's just all public. But I didn't realize he'd been playing better. I just don't follow it. Um, So I guess it wasn't a total shock. All right, well, you do follow NASCAR, and we're into the uh, it's the All-Star uh, race this weekend. Oh, it feels a yeah, little the only early thing it's, for the All-Star. Yeah, it's the it? only thing that suffered a handicap in the restrictor plates might be the All-Star race. Yeah, this, you know, people talk about the best All-Star games and All-Star this, All-Star that. People don't talk about the NASCAR All-Star race, but it's probably the best sort of event as far as All-Stars. I mean, the NBA All-Star game and the NBA All-Star weekend does it best, but from a sense, Cam, where these guys don't play around, bro, at this All-Star race, the winner gets a million dollars. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, like we've seen brother wreck brother here before, (laughs) and they don't have to worry about losing points in the chase. So any stupid thing they do, there's no ramifications. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... I like if, if they yeah if they <laughs> they take a chance and they spin it they crash out or whatever it is what it is, so it is usually a very entertaining race as far as from a fan perspective, Steve, the All Star race. Yeah, what I like also is they have the Monster Energy Open right before it, and three drivers can race their way in from that, which is kind of cool. And then they also have a fan vote for one, so four guys who don't know they're in right now will be in at race time. So that's kind of a cool concept. And then basically it's all the winners from last year and then previous all-star winners and cup champions, which usually includes somebody that won last year. So it's a good format. Um, the one that makes it a little tricky though, to handicap, like I said earlier, is that it's broken up into three stages, 50 laps, 20, 20, and 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they used to invert the field. I don't think they're doing that anymore. Uh, they had just a mandatory pit stop. So it's actually a little bit easier to handicap without that inversion. Cause if you remember gave like 10 years ago, They'd have the top 10, and then they'd take a random number and reverse it. So it'd be anywhere from, like, 2 to 10. So you'd be first place, you'd be 10th, or you'd be 7th, you'd be 6th. So it almost was impossible to handicap. But now it's Charlotte, by the way, mile-and-a-half cookie cutter. Truex Jr. last year in the spring Charlotte race, the one following this next week, Memorial Day, led almost every lap in the 600. It was one of the most dominating performances I've seen. Kyle Busch is great on these types of tracks as well. Denny Hamlin, and by the way, all three are good Gibbs teammates. Uh, those are probably the three to beat. Keselowski Logano, as I said last week, had been as good as anybody else. And Keselowski won for the third time last week on a cookie cutter at Kansas. So I would expect the usual suspects to be there. 
it doesn't seem like there's it's not like there's sort of like long shots here. It's not like all oh, the all star race, anyone can win. It seems to be the the big um it's it's the best cars. You know what I mean? It is the it is the, the biggest guys, but what's amazing though, going back, we've had a different winner, Steve, for the last one, two, three, four, five, six years. So there's been no consistency. So Jimmy Johnson, Jamie McMurray, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick. So there hasn't been a repeat winner going back to 2012, 2013 with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, in fact, of all the active all-star winners that are in the race, Kevin Harvick's won twice. Johnson's won four times. Nobody else has won more than once. That includes Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, who I mentioned, Joey Logano. They've only won once. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. has not. So I think if that trend continues, Truex Jr. would be your guy. Uh, last year, Kevin Harvick barely beat out Kyle Larson late. Um, there was an overtime, and they will have, I believe, unlimited green-white checkers uh, in overtime for this race, which is something they don't do in the other ones. Um, and that's usually what happens, just like Talladega. You know, I said Talladega and Daytona are difficult to handicap, and one of the reasons is because it usually comes down to just one random overtime lap for the winner. That's kind of what happens in this race because, as you said earlier, Gabe, They've got nothing to lose and a lot to gain since it's not a points race and there's some money on the line. Uh, Kevin Harvick, um, Kevin Harvick in the seven to one range. Chase Elliott, uh, yeah. Chase Elliott is also a trendy, a trendy uh, pick this week, Steve. Yeah, he has the third best career average finish in the All Star race. Um, and keep in mind, the race is always at Charlotte, unlike other sports where they, you know, switch home field. And they've talked about doing that. And by the way, I think they probably should. It'd be kind of cool for other tracks to get it. Um, but I think they like to have the, the back-to-back here in Charlotte being, uh, you know, the 600 next week. And keep in mind, all the race teams are basically based out of Charlotte. So this way they can stay home for a couple weeks as well um, during the all-star quote-unquote break. Um, and this is the ultimate cookie cutter. You know, it's a mile-and-a-half super speedway. And the usual suspects, like Chase Elliott, has been one of the guys that has done well in these types of tracks. How about this, guys? Hendrick Motorsport has won uh, a record eight all-star uh, races. Well, Johnson uh, has time. four of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnson yeah, has right. half of those. Yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, and that was a while ago, five years ago, uh, from, from Jimmy Johnson getting it done. So, yeah, it'll be some fun racing, guys. I got to tell you, though, was it always this early, Steve, the All-Star race? I swear, man, it feels like it used to be more in the summer-ish than, than now. Yeah, it's. I mean, Memorial Day next week is always the 600 at Charlotte, and this is always the week before. Um, Memorial Monday it next is, week huh? is the 27th, which I guess is a little earlier than some years. That might be why it feels that way. All right, Steve Merrill uh, with us. All right, Steve, so NBA basketball uh, this evening, the, uh, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors played pretty well in game one and still ended up uh, losing the game and not covering somehow. Yeah. And uh, Milwaukee hadn't played in like a week. And um, you, know, you got to expect that Milwaukee's actually going to be a little crisper this evening than they actually were in their in their eight-point win. Uh, hang in there. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Steve Merrill. We'll hit tonight's NBA and tomorrow night's NBA basketball game. Alex Smith a little bit later on. We'll talk hockey. And we got Babano. And more. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, game time decisions continue. Ready break radio. I am Marenzi, throwing it down to Ranger Red and Cap Sports. Steve Barrow with us for another couple of minutes. So, Steve, uh, game one was, uh, you know, we should have known, actually. No teams that have played in game seven before have gone on in the conference finals to win uh, to win a game one after the fact. So, the number the numbers um, were there. History repeated itself. And then we saw last night Portland played better. But it's weird because the, the Portland-Golden State game one, and the Raptors Bucks game ones were completely different sort of scenarios, right? Milwaukee were flat in game one because they had been off for a little while. Toronto was great in the first half, started to fade at the end of the third quarter. Milwaukee wakes up. Milwaukee pulls away and wins the game. Toronto can't say, well, we played horribly. We were flat. You guys led for the first freaking 38 minutes in a basketball game. Portland could say, you know what? We were really bad, man. We were tired. We were coming from the altitude. Will be better in game two, and they were better in game two. They get the cover, but they fell flat, Steve. So, you know, different scenarios for these teams, and I have a hard time wrapping my head around this Raptors scenario tonight, in which it's not like they can say, "Well, you know what, we could play a lot better," because they actually played near perfect for like three and a half quarters the other night. Teague in the fourth quarter makes a lot of sense because if you are going to be hung over after a game seven with one day and having to travel. You would think you're going to get more tired as the game goes on, not the other way around. That's what happened. As you said, they led almost the entire game. I know for a fact they covered for the first 39 and a half minutes of the game, or 47 and a half minutes. I'm sorry, it's pro basketball, not college. Yeah, that was, that was a brutal non-cover plus six and a half because uh, I had Toronto in that game, and I thought they were pretty equal to the Bucks, and that was my one concern. You know, I always have a concern with every play. Nothing's ever perfect, and that was the concern, and it played out, unfortunately. I really liked Golden State in game one on Tuesday night, for the same reason. They actually kind of pulled away in the fourth quarter as well. So I think both Portland and Toronto did fatigue in the in the latest stages of games one. As we saw last night, Portland came back better. If Toronto could do the same thing, that would bode well for the Raptors tonight. And unlike the Portland Golden State series, which was a seven, six and a half, seven point line last night, just like it is tonight, I think Toronto and Milwaukee are a little more equal than you could say the Blazers and Golden State are as far as talent. I, I would agree. I thought well, listen, I thought Milwaukee I thought Milwaukee were too heavily favored. Um, but hey, you know, they've been, they've been a covering machine, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, one more game, and we'll get Steve out of here. He's got to do a hit um, in, uh, in, in Virginia. So uh, tomorrow, and let me see the updated number uh, right now, because uh, a lot of people are going to be hitting the Warriors. You know, you don't, you see the Golden State Warriors, and you see uh, plus money next to their name. People <laughs> usually start clicking, Cam, and the Blazers are two and a half point favorites. What's your take, Steve, on the Blazers being favored here? Yeah, you know, if Golden State wasn't going to cover last night, I wanted them to lose outright because I would have really liked them in game three off the loss because I think they're by far the best team in the league. And when you can get a great team, a Class A team off the loss, they're always worth a look. The thing with Golden State is at times, as we saw in that L.A. Clippers series, when they blew, you know, huge leads at home in two different games, 
they do get complacent. They had to overcome a 15-point deficit in the second half, actually a 17-point deficit in the second half last night, tied it up after three, looked like they are going to lose down the stretch and still pulled it out but didn't cover. So now you wonder, is this the game they take off? It probably is. I mean, if there's ever a game in which I think they'd be a little more flat, it's on the road. Portland has a very strong home court, and it's do or die, but the odds makers realize that, and they priced it in here. Uh, game one was seven. This is two and a half. This is a nine and a half point difference from game one and basically game two as well. Steve Barrell, ProSportsInfo.com. Thanks for the time, Steve. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Like, uh, Steve sounded like he was in a submarine at the end, and he was, like, sort of sure getting did. further and further. From us. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh-oh. I thought it was going to get better, and then, uh-oh, got farther away. You're right, Gabe. Uh, Portland, it's weird to see a minus in front of the, the Blazers in that game, but I'm going to tell you something. I like them in that spot, especially since they played really, really well the last game and came up with a loss. I think they're going to go uh, balls to the wall. I know it's hard to lay two, two and a half, maybe money line, but I think Portland wins game three, buddy. Uh, I know it's very tempting to take Golden State, but I think I'll be uh, laying it down with the Blazers on Saturday night. They covered last night. They cover game three. Not I just wanted to uh, to state before we get back to that, that between the morning after and this show, I probably speak to, I don't know, about 15 to 20 guests a week, Cam. Yep. You know, different people, like, you know, from – from the cappers jockeys. to the jockeys to the, yeah, the beat writers to, I got to say, it's probably like 80% of them, man. There's a phone issue or something, bro. Yep. I, I swear. Like, it's it's just. It drives you nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's to the point where. where <laughs> yep. From the, the speaker phones to their dumb little headpieces to their, to I don't know what the hell that was. I swear, I've, I've had Merrill on for years, man. Merrill's phone always sounds like a helicopter. It always has some weird helicopter, like, like I've noticed, like, the little variances of everybody's phone and bad connections, and we can't we can't throw Yang under the bus uh, for this. Nope. Uh, even our boy Whale Capper yesterday, to be really clear, yeah. and he's yeah. in, it's out. Yeah, I have it's our tough. boy Feinberg. Our boy Feinberg comes on on my Patreon show every Tuesday night, like. Like, yeah, I don't know how he's a father. He can barely, like, operate a microphone cam. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember when he was working for you, he was having a lot of problems too, Gabe. So uh, maybe nothing's changed. But, uh, yeah, a lot of focus on the he's, on the child. He's missing, like, <laughs> like he yeah, unplugged yeah, yeah. stuff. Like, ah, just ah. like, dear God. Man. Yeah, it's like, bro, like, you know, it's how hard. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, are we? Yeah. Hey, that's why we wear the headsets, Gabe. We got to keep it nice and crispy. Nice and clean. I know my head's too big for it, but you know what? This is the way it's got to be done. Old school, baby. Old school. By the way, Brooks Kepka bogey. His first bogey in 41 holes. We're getting closer. I get the feeling he's not going to win, Kepka. I don't know why, but I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't I'd, bet it. I, I would Spend, love I wouldn't bet it minus 120, but. I got it, Scott, too. It's Scott or it's, Fleetwood. Oh, boy. It's really hard. Tiger Woods just rolled it off the green. Uh, sure it's really hard. You know this, Cam. It's freaking hard to go wire to wire, man. Go yeah. wire to wire to you at the PGA Championship. That's real tough. I'm You just said he got his first bogey. He had a bogey-free round yesterday. It's Tommy Fleetwood with a nice shot. Um, yep. He had a bogey-free round, but it's there's gonna be a little run where he struggles. The question is, 
these other guys have to keep up such an elite pace as well just because they've spotted him uh, such a lead. But what's the deal? He's only up, what, four on Fleetwood? Is it three now? Four? Four, four. yeah. Kepka's at nine. Fleetwood's at five, but he has a par putt there. Scott now at four with, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to what mention What happened this. to DJ? Keith. Oh, DJ's DJ four was under. on a DJ. tear earlier. Oh, buddy, he was really there. Like, I thought DJ was going to end today at about eight under. He really hit a wall. His putting was horrible today. I watched, I've watched every minute of the coverage. I can't believe the putts he missed. Adam Scott's hitting bombs right now. And I'll tell you something, Gabe. Jordan Spieth had one of the best rounds going. He is five under in the clubhouse. I know. He is four back. It's, he's playing. I've never seen him play like he's actually hitting fairways. His putting has been immaculate. That's the one thing. He's hit a lot of par putts. And I got to hand it to Spieth. Like, you know, he, he told people his game was getting closer. People like, screw off. Like, really? No, you've been horrible. You haven't had a top 20. But he brought his A game to this championship. We'll see how it holds over the weekend, though. Very tough course. Beth Page Black is the real winner, man. This course, if there's any type of weather, these guys are done. This course plays 7,400 plus. If there's rain or like wind or anything, any type of like, if it's not sunny, these guys are going to get pummeled by this track. It's that that long and that tough. And that's exactly why nobody, listen, Jordan Spieth hadn't been playing well. And I don't think anybody anybody thought that this was the golf course for him, that his yeah, exactly. game would suit this game, especially with, you know, with uh, some wet, some wet grass, extremely long and big golf course. You talked about it, how he's not a heavy hitter. and It's going to take him forever uh, to get to the greens. But it goes to show, Cam, it's very similar. Like, remember on March Madness, we have, you know, we have these guests on. They're talking about this three-point percentage and that three-point yeah. this. And, and what do we say? We said it's always the opposite. Right? It is. It's always the opposite. Yep. I remember there was a team in an NCAA tournament in the play-in game. They literally shot like 22% from three all year. Remember, they couldn't oh, yeah. score. It was the like team that those played NC, fairly Dickinson. Yeah, whatever. They're, yeah, they're the, wor- they're the worst three. UNCA, uh, yeah, AT&T yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, they go, they the can't worst three-point percentage. Yeah. Wow, they're 72% from three-point land. What a start. I know. They were I'm literally like, yeah, throw the stats 13 out the window. 13 at one point. They, were thir- they hit their first 13 threes. It was like, <laughs> swish, swish. <laughs> Adam Scott, baby, he nutted one to six feet. This guy's iron game is fresh. If he hits these putts, oh boy, oh boy. This Gabe. is where it pisses me off that I don't have I don't have Scott at Bet365 online because at fifty yeah. to what did already start paying money out right now for this? Yeah, you gotta start collecting. Yes, a little fuel for the fire. Well, Gabe, you're gonna Adam be in, uh, in Mr. Green territory man. tomorrow. Yeah, no, Adam Scott, I got I got a piece of him too, man. I got a piece of Adam Scott in Fleetwood. I, I need I need Kepka to back out. He was a bet that I made early, but his odds aren't good enough. Like if Fleetwood wins, he was 38 to one. I put uh, 30 bucks. So yeah, like over a thousand bucks there. Adam Scott 20 bucks at 55 to one will get you a thousand one hundred. Those are real scores. What's 200 bucks for Brooke Kepka gonna do? 300. No, no. I want the big one, baby, like you, man. I want over a dime. Let's roll. Got two horses in this race right now. Good. Speaking of horses, we have the Preakness. Uh, Preakness tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Marco Angelo, great job yesterday, Gabe. He really broke it down, man. I like that guy. Actually, I'll, I'll give you, you know what? He has the coolest phone out of all the guys so far. If we're playing phone Olympics, Marco is on the podium. Two crisp calls, no phone issues. Uh, well, there, was, there was some issues yesterday. Uh, I don't know. It was pretty clean yeah, compared to the other ones. Really? Yang's got to make sure that he stays on top of uh, oh. of these guys. Before they come on, no earpieces, no speaker phones. 
tell them nope. like you must hold the phone to your head. Phone to your mouth. Or come uh, on, yeah, old school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that difficult. That's the way I do it. Uh, hey, buddy, I tell them all the time. I even told Big Big Carl Julio, who's waiting on hold right now. I said, no speaker, no headsets, buddy. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. He, it stands for the callers as well, people. I mean, man. It's the technology. I'm not playing. I'm not saying like all oh, the guests are dumb and stuff. Here you know it is. All these new phones, they're not phones. They're mini computers that happen to have a little piece of crap phone in. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Level one continues. Well, we mentioned the Preakness. Well, we have some uh, some breaking news from the horse racing industry. In an unprecedented move in thoroughbred uh, racing, Gary West. Uh, Gary West, not Gary Brown, my alias, but uh, Gary West, the owner of Maximum Security. This is pretty insane, Cam. So Gary West is offered $20 million of his own money. Yeah. So not even like he doesn't want anything from anybody. He says, I have $20 million. I'm putting it on the table. And it's risk-free for the other horses. He wants to race against Country House, War of Will, Long Range Toddy, and Bodie Express. He wants to have a five-horse race of the horses that claimed they were affected and the horse that beat them in the Kentucky Derby. And if you finish ahead of maximum security, you don't even need to win the race, Cap. If you finish ahead of maximum security in this showdown, he'll give you $5 million. I like it. That's putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> he'll crush those His horses. His own money. He'll crush them. So, I like it. He says, if you, can, if you finish ahead of maximum security, I'll give you $5 million for your horse. And uh, he's saying, let's let's do it. It'll, you know, he goes, it'll prove that my horse is the best. And uh, they're saying it would result in record viewership. Which, you know, I always talk about, we don't have these sort of cool showdowns as much as we used to yep. uh, anymore. Look, look, Tiger and Phil did, but it was just the wrong guys at the wrong time, it seemed, uh, for him. Yep, cash grab. Uh, um. Imagine if Tiger would do it now after if he won, if he would have waited in the timing, and he That's could have been exactly, born. It would have yeah. been a big deal. Yeah. It would have been a success. Exactly. But he got greedy. After the match. Got greedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now dude, the, the, the people would have been completely different about that showdown if it happened now. People would be like, oh, man, Tiger Woods is playing head to head before. It's like he hasn't won in six years. What the hell is the guy doing? Right? Like, um, you know, it just came in, and Phil just was the wrong guy to be playing for all that money. But this is different for horses. And I got to tell you, man, if I own one of these other horses, I'd be in. It's $5 million risk-free, right? Exactly. And you don't even Run have to win the race. race. I like it. 
I like, like it a lot. And I like the fact that he put his money, put his money where his mouth and is. Get the money. Balls. Yep. That's how you do it. And if I was the other jockeys, I'd conspire against a, this box maximum. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's okay. You get to the lead, you box him out. Let's work on that money. Exactly. Everybody like versus maximum us. security. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, hey, man, I love a guy who puts his money where his mouth is. As I say, that is a great thing to do. And I'm with you. I'm down with it. I'd like to see more than five horses in the race, but I understand those are the horses that uh, got involved. Made the trip a little bit tough. Uh, basically, yeah, broke his heart at the Kentucky Derby. And I thought the whole thing was, uh, you know, yeah, sure, sure, it might have been the right thing at the time, Gabe. But uh, I like the fact that the guy's going for it. Say, you know what? Come beat my horse then. Let's do this again. Putting up that kind of money, that's ballsy. It's unlikely to happen just because of, you know. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. Because, of, you know, politics. And, and, you know, you have the, the Preakness. And then there's the Belmont. There's the Belmont in June. And most of these horses will move on. They're not going to do it. But I don't see why not. They'd have to figure out the track. I don't know if they could do it at Churchill again. But I, you know, it would be viewed. It would be watched. But it wouldn't be as viewed as the Kentucky Derby. A lot of people would shrug their shoulders and go, get over it, bro. You know what I mean? You know, you broke the rules, you lost. Right? Too bad, Cam, you can't. Uh, the, the St. Louis Blues ownership is going to offer $10 million. We'll replay the game. Replay overtime. That would have been great. <laughs> Just keep on sticking that knife in me. I got, I, got, I got St. Louis. I got futures in this series, too. That loss was heartbreaking. Financially, emotionally, it was a very tough uh, pill to swallow. But if they win tonight, Gabe, hey, it's 2-2 and it's anyone's game. So go blue. Yeah, yeah, so what was that Raptor game with Scarry? That Raptor yeah, game. Yeah, that was that dis- whole, I think that whole, that whole night was just a shit show. I remember that night. Like, I haven't gone to bed that, like, disappointed and angry and just like bewildered and like yeah like almost like the life was taken out of you you know what i mean just lying there going what happened things looked so well, good every every game that the raptors lost in the playoffs before whatever they lost game one to orlando it wasn't a big deal they always lose game once yep. against philadelphia one of the games was bad when they got blown out they got smoked one night in philadelphia but even then it was kind of like, yeah, whatever. We got blown out. We just blew them out the, you know, the night before. So, all right, we're going back to Toronto now. It was just sort of like, it was all part of the process. Pardon the pun. It was. It was just like, it didn't feel like, they never really had that gutting playoff loss before. Wednesday night, Cam, was that first time where, it, for me, sure even, you could tell that, you know, normally like the Raptors after loss, like in the room, there'll be music and they'll say, hey, you know, we just got to hit shots and we'll be good in the next game. Like, you could tell, like, they were disappointed after. Like, Kyle Lowry didn't hide it. I saw his comments, and he said it was a very, he said it was a devastating loss. He said it was devastating the way we lost, and, you know, you could just tell that it hit them hard. You know, because they played so well. But another thing you got to think of, Cam, too, is, yeah, it sucked losing the other night, but would you rather, like, we didn't hit that shot on Sunday night? You know what I mean? Like, the Raptors, Cam, we're kind of on a high, you know what I'm saying? And they were playing off that same high from Sunday in the first three quarters, and the adrenaline yeah, wore and off. The fourth, yeah, it's like the gas yeah, ran empty. Yeah, it was like reality. I even tweeted out, I was like, oh boy, it's sort of like, um, you know, like um, like the old shows, like Fantasy Island or something, and like it's like oh, their magic powers wore off. <laughs> yeah, their magic powers were gone yes. suddenly. 
<laughs> yeah, like, you know, no, they lost their they strength. Had they they had money. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. I had money. I was getting laid. And then you wake up and you're in a ditch going, oh, you know, you're looking yeah, for a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of like. What happened? What happened? Where's Ricardo Montemont? My dream is well, over. You know what it is? <laughs> there's an episode of Fan. We'll get to Big Card Julio in a second. But there's a, there was an episode of Fantasy Island. I haven't seen the show in years, but I'll never forget it. So basically, Radar from MASH. Oh, yeah. Uh, was uh, one of the guest stars. <laughs> like Radar. Uh, Radar Flash. And uh, it was always his dream to play for the Los Angeles Dodgers. So he goes to Fantasy Island and he tells Ricardo. But he goes, I'm not good enough to play for the L.A. Dodgers. And yeah, I can't play baseball. And Ricardo gives him a special bat. And of course, oh, the nice. Dodgers go to Fantasy Island and he plays for the <laughs> Dodgers. And he's got a magical bat. And you know, there's little radar smacking a ball over the fence and stuff, but uh, uh, he lost the bat. Oh, so no. there he was, little radar in a big uh, league game. And of course, Tattoo had to say, It was never the bat, it was you. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. never the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it was your will. Ricardo, yeah, exactly. Ricardo had to tell him, You need to believe in yourself. It wasn't so, the piece yes. of wood, it was the bat. <laughs> and then, you know. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, get bent, Ricardo. Give me the bat back. Yeah, bro. exactly. Yeah. I want my bat. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, and of course, you know, whatever. He got a hit, blah, 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 blah. So it's sort of like the Raptors are like that. Like, Fantasy Island spoke. Tattoo said, hey, you hit the shot the other night, but not today. <laughs> exactly. Another update, game. Uh, another, birdie, another birdie. Plane. Another birdie. The plane. Ooh, the Scott. plane. Adam Scott, six under. I think he's got the low round going. He is six under par. He started today even. He is six under on the day, and his iron play has been phenomenal. He is three back. Three back. (laughs) He's a horse, Gabe. He's, like, coming up on that right before the stretch run. He's making that little move. That's the thing. People, Dan Daly, Dan Daly's the one that uh, came in here saying, listen, you got to look at Adam Scott. He's going to win the tournament. Great. I didn't see one. I didn't see one person anywhere in the world pick Adam Scott. I didn't even see anyone true. pick Adam Scott for their six packs or like their long oh, shots. No. no one. Anyone I, I told I played Adam Scott rolled their eyes at me. Oh, really? You took Adam Scott? Yeah, huh? that's it. They should never roll your eyes at you. He was a guy that you look at, but Dan Daly's just a great golf capper, and he really brought it up. He 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 made the point. This course is so damn long. You need a precision Ironman. Who are the best guys with their irons in the world right now? Probably Fleetwood and Scott. And I would say Scott over Fleetwood is throwing darts right now. Absolute darts. Uh, updated. Uh, He's got length. Yeah, it's good. Like I said, it's going to be tough for Kepka to go wire, wire to wire, man. It's like a horse race. It's tough. Yeah. Well, a lot of holes left. All right. So let's check in on the, with the fan duel live. Um, Live odds uh, over at FanDuel right now. Uh, Cupka's uh, minus 105. Dustin Johnson's 8-1. to one. Wow. Adam Scott now 9-1. to one. Yep. Anybody want to buy hey, my man. ticket? I got a <laughs> ticket here. You'll sell it at 9-1? to one? <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah. I, I, my, on my site, Gabe, yeah, Cupka's a pick. 8-1 um, right here. DJ's I'm going to put this in the safe. Scott's 11. Spieth is 12. Fleetwood 16. Fowler 20. Yeah, yeah, same ballpark. I got Spieth 12 here. Fleetwood 14. Rose 16. Rick, Justin Rose is just always in the mix. Uh, 
Ricky Fowler, 16. Berger, 41. Luke List, 50. Here they have a prop prop up right now. You can bet this live. See what I'm saying? Like, they have cool options even live here. Will Tiger Woods make or miss the cut, Cam? Give me the odds. I think Tiger this Woods is the cut. Miss the cut is minus 210 right now. They think he's going to miss the cut. He's minus I think he's going to miss the cut, too. I don't like that. Prime. Tiger Woods to make the it. cut plus 140. Yeah, he's, he's, he's plus four right now. The cut is probably going to move to plus Shit, let's, four, let's, so let's he's right Julio on it. it. Yeah, Julio. Let's get Julio, Julio. here. I didn't realize it was fun. Julio! Gentlemen, afternoon. Hope all is well. Good Friday to all. Phone sounds nice and crisp. Good job, Julio. Yeah, yeah. it's Julio. Smooth. Hey, I appreciate well, it. I, I agree with what you're, Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, working in radio all the time. If you, your cell phone loses reception, landline is the way to go. But unfortunately, no one has landline anymore. But landline no, no, is no. usually the way to go. Even pay phones are good. Um, I used to <laughs> do hits with pay, pay phones. Phone. Great. True. Give me five minutes. I'm calling in from the pay phone. Perfect. It's true. <laughs> but, you know, and I don't yeah, blame the people. Listen, the headsets and the little things and the earpieces suck. But um, the, the, I spoke to a guy at a phone company about this, right, the phone store. And he basically showed me because I was bitching about the quality of the phone. And he goes, it's not a phone. He goes, it's a mini piece of crap computer, bro. And he showed it. This is the, and he showed me the little like speaker that is the phone. He goes, they're tin. He goes, it's not a phone. Yeah, he goes, really, it's a computer. But what you got, Julio? Cleveland and Baltimore over nine runs. And even saying that I'm going to parlay them with Milwaukee tonight. I mean, if you saw the game last night, that game was over by the fifth inning. Uh, so give me Cleveland, Baltimore over tonight. I'm going back and forth. I think I'm going to do under 11 and a half St. Louis and Texas. Uh, part of me may want to wait in game and maybe take the over at a better, at a lower number. But at the current number right now, give me under 11 and a half runs Cardinals, Rangers. Give me the St. Louis Blues. I'm running with you, Cam. Let's go, Blues, tonight. I Thanks, got the Julio. Blues. I'll take them whatever, at whatever price they are. Um, Let's do it. Let, let, let's go. No score first sitting. White Sox, Blue Jays. And I also take first five under in White Sox, Blue Jays. It's a cold, windy night here in Chicago. I don't expect the Jaybirds to produce many runs per usual. So give me the first five under tonight. Both bullpens are terrible, so I don't want to touch the full game at this current juncture. Weekend soccer. We've got a few weeks left on the pitch. Give me Atletico de Madrid in the uh, Spanish League. And in the German Bundesliga, let's go over two and a half goals in the Borussia Dortmund match and in Bayern München and uh, Iron Frankfurt. And if I can get a good, if I can get a good live Mucin. number, give me Adam Scott. Take care, guys. Mucin. 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 From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions. 
continues. Fantasy Sports on Radio Network, iHeart Radio. Mel Curry uh, last night showed up uh, with a Seth Curry jersey in the front and a Steph Curry jersey in the back. And uh, I'm about to uh, snap because I don't care and I'm tired of seeing Curry's parents all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to admit, probably the hottest mom in the NBA. Uh, this woman doesn't age. She looks great. She's looked great for years, Sonia Curry. I've always been a fan of hers. But this whole, like, jersey about what jersey they're wearing, who they're pulling for, and number one, nobody cares. Number two, it's just a little bit much. We get it. Both your kids are good. And number three, like, you're you're in your 60s and stuff. Like, you don't need to be, like, wearing jerseys or cheering for anyone. You're cheering for both of them. They're both your kids. How about you go to the game, shut up, and whatever happens during the game happens. And... So they keep showing them after every basket. That's the thing that gets me. I don't want to see them after it's every annoying. basket. And then after the game, like Curry, Steph Curry's in the hallway, and the parents are there before he is even. And, like, I noticed, like, the players are walking in the tunnel, and the players all come in, and then, like, Curry joins his parents. And, you know, I'm not going to call out close families, you know, just because mine isn't. I'm not going to call out others. Yep. But I just find it a little much, I mean. Like, bro, you're a grown man, Steph. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. I am, I, I, they, they're a great family and uh, they're obviously very successful and happy. But I just find it strange that, like, they're always together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, dude. Like, he's an NBA player. Like, but after the game, there's his parents outside the room. Like, it's like high school yeah. or something or less. Like, it's like Pee Wee where grandpa's waiting in the parking lot for you, you know? Yeah. Chaperone, yeah, it's like a chaperone to the dancer. Yeah, hey, Mar- yeah. Hey, Marenzi, yeah. you had 50 saves today. Here's a nickel. Go get yourself some double bubble. No, I get it. Like, I, I think it's well, the what, same thing. What, as, what's, a grown, uh, as a grown man, you don't need you. that crap. Yep. What's Draymond Green's mother wearing last night during the game? You don't know. Regular you don't care. Because yeah, you never see her. <laughs> what's Clay point. Thompson? Michael Thompson played in the NBA, dude. Just like Bell did. What's Clay, what was he wearing last night? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Nobody asks. Yeah, I wonder what Michael Thompson's wearing at the game tonight. Come on, man. Level two coming up. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah, let's uh, go to the news update here. I'm Cam Stewart, and we'll keep you up to date. Let's head to Bethpage Black in New York. Head to the links right now for round two of the PGA Championship. Things really rocking and rolling right now at Bethpage Black. The course is doing a damage, but Brooks Kepka, he's still doing pretty well, even though he had a, a first bogey in 41 holes. Uh, remember yesterday, the seven under 63. Today, he's two under. He leads right now at nine under par. Uh, Adam Scott making a move. We talked about him at 55 to one at the start of the tournament. He is now. Well, seven under on the day. He started the round one over, actually. So, wow, three shots back at Kepka. He's having himself a day. Hopefully, he can get it up and down on the next hole. Jordan Spieth, a nice story, too, trying for the career grand slam. Is five under right now, just four shots off the page. And on page one of the leaderboard, Kepka's live odds, minus a buck 20 to win. And Tiger Woods just had another bogey there. So, he is four over 
The current cut line is three over. Rory McIlroy with a great back nine, making it right on the cut line at plus three. Let's head to Hoops NBA action. Game two of the Eastern Conference Final at 8.30. Milwaukee hosting Toronto. The Bucks minus six and a half in this game. 2.16. The Bucks lead the best of seven series. One game to nothing after their fourth quarter comeback in game one. Portland and uh, Golden State in game three of the Esther, Western Final on Saturday. We don't see this very much, but the Blazers, they're the favorites laying two and a half. 221 is your total. Golden State up now two to nothing in that series. John Davidson, the legendary goalie, heading back to the Big Apple. John Davidson left his post of president of hockey operations with the Columbus Blue Jackets after the New York Rangers sought permission to speak to him about their team president position. Davidson now departs Columbus with four years left on his deal. He will join the New York Rangers, the team officially introducing him Wednesday of next week. Glenn Sather stepped down as New York Rangers team president last month. Let's go to NHL playoff hockey action. San Jose and St. Louis in St. Louis, 8 o'clock puck drop. Blues laying a buck 40 in this game, total five and a half. The Sharks lead the best of seven series, two games to one after that controversial win. The Bruins already waiting for the winner. They're the Eastern Conference champions, not touching the trophy after sweeping away Carolina. The Baltimore Ravens have signed free agent pass rusher Shane Ray on a one-year deal. He was a former first-round pick of the Broncos in 2015. Lots of injuries in his career, though. He missed 13 games over the last two years with wrist injuries. The Ravens also signed Pernell McPhee. Minnesota Twins placing D.H. Nelson Cruz on the 10-day injured list. He has a strained left wrist. Very busy night in baseball. We have 15 games on the board. Here are the lines. We got three at 7.05, Yanks and Rays. Yanks minus 29 and a half, Stanek and Sabathia. We got the Cubs and Washington. The Nationals minus a buck 68 is your total. Hamels and Scherzer, Colorado at Philadelphia. Phillies minus 125, total nine and a half. Gray and Irvin. We got five games at 7.10, Baltimore and Cleveland. Indians minus a buck 89, Bundy and Rodriguez. We got Houston minus 145 at Boston. Nice series there. Total nine and a half. Cole versus Porcello. Oakland minus a buck 85 at Detroit. Nine is your total. Montas and Norris. We also have other uh, baseball action tonight. Not even close to done. Dodgers minus 135 at Cincy. Nine and a half. Hill and Desclafani. Mets, big favorites. Minus 220 at Miami. Low total, six and a half to Grom and Richards. 720 action, Milwaukee and Atlanta. The Braves, their 40-cent favorites. Nine, Chassin and Freed. 805, St. Louis taking on Texas. The Cards, minus a buck 60. Mikolas versus Minor, total 11 and a half. 810 action, Toronto and Chicago. The White Sox, minus 115, over under nine. Sanchez versus Nola. 940, San Francisco takes on Arizona. The D-backs, minus 145. Nine, Zamarja and Kelly. 1007 action, Angels hosting KC. Angels minus 165. We got Keller taking on Javi. Two more at 10-10. Minnesota, small favorite, minus 115 at Seattle. Perez and Gonzalez, good pitchers there. Eight and a half. And Pittsburgh at San Diego to battle the Padres. Padres minus a buck 67. Lyles and Lucchese. MMA news, Tyron Woodley withdrawn from the main event. Rematch against Robbie Lawler at UFC Minneapolis on June 29th. He has a hand injury. UFC now looking for a replacement to fight Lawler. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Marantzi hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got Babano coming up on the show in a bit, too, going over some betting boards, your calls, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned, everybody. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Hour 2, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Level 2 had to be good. 
uh, Papano uh, coming up. We got Alex Smith. Uh, we'll get to our picks. We'll get into this Raptor uh, game. We'll get to the props a little bit, although these props, uh, I'm done with the props for the most part, guys. Um, I really, I'm not just saying that either. Unless, like, you've got to take a secondary player. The main player props are freaking killers. Their numbers are too sharp. Um, look, two nights ago, Cam, I lost the prop on Kawhi Leonard. Over 31 and a half points. He had 31 points. Yeah, I know. And he had 29 Ridiculous. points going into the fourth quarter. But the thing is, when the playoffs started, Cam, Kawhi Leonard's prop was 27 and a half, which was accurate. The guy only averages 22 points a game, bro. Like it's, I know. You know what I mean? Like, he scored a bunch of points a couple of times. Oh, he scored 45, so let's jack it up. So they jacked it up from 27 and a half to tw- like the game one against Orlando was to like 25 and a half or something. That was 27 and a half. That was 28 and a half. And now they've just settled in on this, well, 32 and a half at home, 31 and a half on the road thing. It's a lot of points. Like Too it's not points. easy just to score 32 points casually. No. <laughs> like, it's you know it's very I mean? difficult to do. And you said it, these numbers, it's like the Super Bowl, Gabe. The numbers are sharp for a reason, and you're not getting a betting advantage. Where's the advantage? No, not These at guys all. are running the numbers. That's Last the thing, night, it's Cam, stupid. C.J. McCollum, yes. over under 22 and a half. He finished with 22, bro. Yeah. When the playoffs started, his, his prop was 18 and a half, 19 and a half. Yeah. And they're jacking you know, And I lost so by half a point. Don't win. Yeah, yeah I can't or, do it. Or start, yeah, taking, I mean, you can say or start taking unders, but you don't want to do that either because the numbers are too sharp. Yeah, right? are you in a hurry to click under on a Kawhi Leonard prop right now? No. You want to bet money and say, oh, yeah, there's no way Kawhi Leonard scores 32 points? Because he can. He had 29 after three quarters the other night. I know. That's the problem. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. The, 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 the props are tough. Let's just stick, stick to the game tonight. It's still generous points. Uh, the Raptors, I'd love to get seven. Six and a half, you could buy it up to seven. They should be able to stay within the number. But you know what's going to happen at the end of these uh, NBA games. A lot of crazy things happen. I thought the Raptors were going to win outright. The fact they didn't cover the first game is shocking in itself. But We'll see, you know, Portland, Portland hung around the whole damn game. And that was never in question. The question was, were they going to win on the money line? At least they covered the numbers for us, Gabe, hitting first quarter, half, all those things were uh, good too. But yeah, the Raptors need to come out again and uh, not get behind in this game. I just don't want to see Milwaukee pull away because that what happened in the fourth quarter was really, really tough to watch. Are you a fan of uh, Taco Bell? You like the Bell, huh? I do. I like it all, Gabe. Uh, I don't really have a, I don't really have a, you know, a tendency to hate any fast food restaurant. I think some are overrated. Uh, I never had a problem with Taco Bell. Uh, I don't really have a lot in my area, though. Taco Bell, for me, is very hard yeah. to find, usually in malls. Like, I got to go to places I don't want to go to a Taco Bell. So, but yeah, I have no problem with Taco Bell. I don't like, actually, I don't know what I don't like. Their little rattlesnake fries and all the dumb stuff they do with the things that they have. But their basic tacos and regular things on the menu are fine. Um, so I don't, I don't think you heard about this. I was uh, talking about this this morning and a little bit uh, last night. Taco Bell is opening a hotel. And um, so Taco Sorry, Bell just, in August. Yeah. Just taking this in. in. Taco Bell's opening yeah. a hotel. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Bell. And um, it's going to be in Palm Springs, California. They're, they're taking over a hotel that's already there. Sort of like Ditka, yep. they're slapping their name on it, but yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be Taco Bell themed, like nail salon and hair salon and stuff. And they've already taken Cam 136 reservations for Taco Bell wedding in Las Vegas on the on like the on the strip. They have a Taco Bell chapel. They have 136 Taco Bell themed weddings already booked. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Tyreek Evans was set to become a free agent this year. He's been barred from uh, the National Basketball Association for violating the uh, the term of the NBA, NBA PA anti-drug program. He's banned from the league for the next two years. He can apply for reinstatement in two years' time. And holy crap, man. Like, you know how hard it is to get kicked out of the NBA for doing drugs? Like, well, I don't know what they like, I don't know what this guy did. Like, seriously. Like, I, I don't know what he did, what they know about him. You know, unless, like, he must, like, be doing blow in the room, like, repeatedly or something, bro. Cam, you need to fail seven drug tests to get suspended and kicked out of the league. That's seven. a lot of drug tests. I'll tell you one and thing, let me though, tell you, if I did. They don't yeah, drug test a lot either in this league. Like, it's like, you know. Yeah. And another thing, they don't, you don't get, they don't test for pot, bro. Like, so... I don't know what he did. Like, yeah, it's something that that they really obviously like. Come on, dude. Adam Silver is like you and I are cops. Yeah, he's a nice guy, Silver. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here's eight games (laughs) suspended. You know what I mean? Like, Silver's not a type of guy that's gonna say you're out of the league for two years. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know what he did, but it strikes me as crazy that the NBA has kicked this guy out of the league for two years, and the NFL, you beat the shit out of a chick, and it's six games. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's excellent like, point. And failing so how about and Peterson yesterday? Though. We were talking about yep. it. Peterson. Uh, yep. We'll bring him back on in a second. But Peterson yesterday, he gets six games for a suspension. That's what uh, that's what you get for punching a chick. Oh, I know. Like, they I really know. don't have any value at all in the NFL, right? They don't care. Like, they, don't, they don't. If I was him, though, think about that. You're kicked out of the league. Just an opportunity when you're that, why wouldn't you just go to China or something for a while? You go, you know what? They don't want me here. I can go, go oh, to yeah, another yeah, country, yeah, 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 make, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. make some cold, hard cash, and then come back in two years. Maybe even work on your game. Trust you me, know Cam. what I mean? It's a, it's a great move, life move, probably, to get out of the States, Trust right? Me, the uh, teams in Turkey won't care if he's suspended by the NBA. <laughs> like, you're right. Exactly. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek, come, come see uh, he's us. He's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He'll, be, right. he'll be playing in China, but then they'll tell him, you get caught doing drugs here, we execute you. Let's bring in Babano. <laughs> if he gets 30 a game, though, they'll, 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 they'll spare him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. They only execute him if he's below his numbers. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> he delivers on his pop. Good, good point. <laughs> All right, Babano. Yeah. Babano. What's up, Babano? Yeah, doing blowing rooms and punching chicks, two uh, items on the list of things I have not done in my life. Missing out. It's good, Babano. Good. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not compared to a blow to punchy chicks. Uh, but a big difference. Um, yeah, I'm just stating. I don't know, man. The NBA is a very hard league to get kicked out of for. Like, it is. It, it's just it's difficult, like, for, for drug use. As I stated, like, they're very um, compassionate in the NBA. Like, you need to – I think you fail, like, three – you need to fail literally, like, five times – before you even get treatment type thing. And it's like seven times as a suspension. 
So, like, like I said, like, I'm blown away by this. Like, there's, like, what the hell did he do? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't get it. It seems a little severe. and uh, we'll, we'll find out in the future. But so as I was saying, Taco Bell is opening up a hotel. And uh, they've already got, so they got a hotel in California. It's going to be like a pop-up hotel. It's not going to be up forever, but it's pretty much a sign of things to come. I think it's just sort of they're going to do it because they're doing that in California, and now Taco Bell is now starting to do weddings in Las Vegas. Um, and 136 couples have already signed up. Marriage huh. sure, is built lot. to last. I got to tell you, if your girl is willing to get married at a Taco Bell chapel in Vegas, man, like you've got a pretty laid back chick. <laughs> I agree 100 percent. That relationship, my ex girlfriend and fiance, that wasn't Hatch. No, if I went up to my girlfriend and said, "Hey, honey, we're getting married at Taco Bell," like she'd have the right to like slap me. That's just. No offense. I like a taco as much as the next guy, but you said it, Marenzi. You're already going into the relationship. If she's dealing with ta- a Taco Bell wedding, you probably got a lot of rope. You got a lot of rope, exactly. You got <laughs> either that, or you're trying. Either that, what, or you're what, trying what? just way too hard to show that you're a cheapskate. One or the other. Which is it? Oh, it's six hundred dollars. <laughs> oh. Wedding at uh, Taco. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of. Taco I hate Bell. to say this, but I can't imagine that too many hot chicks would want to get married at Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, probably who could, not. Who the hell thinks that six hundred bucks to get married at Taco Bell is value, <laughs> and is a good way to well, spend weddings, your money? <laughs> weddings are cheap, about it. Like it's, it is like uh, three hundred bucks just for like the license. So what do you think? Like, of, blah blah. Okay, Marenzi, I'll throw this one at you. Say In and Out Burger, popular in the West Coast, decides to do the wedding thing too. Like, is it? Like, People how's would that do gonna it. Run? Yeah, of course they would, because oh, I hear these jokers on the golf covers are talking about. Uh, when they were in the California swing, how they uh, got hooked on In-N-Out Burger. I'm like, I, oh, okay, I don't know. It's so overrated. It's all. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's delicious, but like, I'm not going to like change my life over it. I don't know. Okay, man. So if let me can... ask you. Let me ask you. So, all right. Taco Bell Hotel. Sound people are like, what? Wow, this is, what, what do you mean? Taco Bell Hotel. Sleep. On I'm a sure shelf. they said. I'm sure they said the exact same thing. When Hooters. Said, you know what? We're going to open up a hotel and casino in Las Vegas. Excellent hotel and casino. What's the difference? Excellent. Yeah, I know. You're right. And the food's good. Actually, the food, the Vegas food is good. And Taco Bell says at the hotel, there's going to be like a normal Taco Bell, but there's a restaurant that's going to have upscale Mexican flair that's not on Taco Bell menu, specially cooked by chefs for Taco Bell. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Yeah, so your wedding, you're not getting catered like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the, the nachos and cheese sauce. Yeah, it's going to be like Mexican, whatever, a more upscale. It's like a more upscale Taco Bell, but they're basically starting like a lifestyle, like merchandise, like nail salons, blah, blah. They're going off. But I'm telling you guys right now, you're going to see the Super Bowls in Las Vegas, 2025, five years from now, six years, what, five and a half, six years, whatever, you know what I mean? 2025. So um, you're going to see. We're going to casually be asking, What's the line over at the Taco Bell book? <laughs> you say, what's the line at the bell? They'll have point spreads. You'll see. They'll have, there'll be a Taco Bell sports book in like five years. <laughs> and Amazing. Well, you know what? I'm not saving it. Announce that, but watch. It'll happen. 
And no, I don't mind all kidding that. aside, I don't mind it. Buffalo Wild Wings is getting into the sports betting business. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's one up. Uh, there's one up on Winston uh, by by where I live. Oh. And they already have like fantasy football pools and all sorts of other stuff. They basically yeah, so Buffalo Wild dying, Wings. They're dying to get is going to start taking bets in states that yep. they can. Right. It's tough awesome. because each state has it. Like, well, you can only take bets in a racetrack or a casino, or whatever. But all that's yeah. going to change. And Buffalo Shoeless Wild Joe's Wings, should do that. Shoeless Joe's is a great chain to want to put something like that in. Yeah, no, Shoeless Joe's not on the same heavyweight under. Yeah, They don't have the money. They can barely pay their bills. Like Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings <laughs> like, is a publicly traded massive company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, well, a lot more resources, the o- yeah. The OTB, yeah. It's also a different country, but that. <laughs> uh, True. Like Cam, oh, I'm gonna get a account at FanDuel. Yeah, or move to New Jersey. <laughs> I was like, hey, no, hey, 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 hey. What I said was a great idea. You just be my inputter. You get the account with my name. I send you the. Anyway, we'll talk about this off the air. I still think it's a good idea, but we'll continue on the Taco Bell uh, sweets. I'm with you, and I got no problem yeah. if we were to if they yeah, turned it Canadians. into a Taco Bell casino. I have no problem getting vouchers for Taco Bell. Like say they gave you a ten dollar thing instead of a drink ticket, you get dinner. I got no problem with that. Even Cardano once right? told me, he goes, you know, you guys talk about Shoeless Joe's. No one knows what Shoeless Joe's is. But I never said nothing. Yeah, maybe Shoeless Joe's should get a sports book. Maybe they should. They're not. <laughs> no, of course If they not. were, I would have said Shoeless Joe's is getting I know, I know. They don't even have the OTB there anymore. I got it, I got it. Sports betting, there is no sports betting. Like, how are they going to get it? The, uh, anyways. All right, I'm sorry I brought it up, but. Taco Bell, you'll see. There'll be a whole chain of Taco Bells. It'll be just like the movie Demolition Man, in which Taco Bell was the only the only corporation. They won the corporate wars uh, in the movie uh, with Sylvester Stallone and uh, Sandra Bullock. Demolition Man. That's all there was to eat was Taco Bell in the future. And Stallone's wow. like, is there anything else besides Taco Bell? And she goes, no, nah, they won the, uh, the corporate wars. They beat everybody else out. Every building was like Taco Bell. <laughs> Life imitates art. Um, All right. On the other side, we'll give the battles. NHL. Play of the night uh, here tonight. The Sharks and the Blues. The Raptors and the Bucks. Yep. Big baseball card. Game time decision. Continue. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Tyreek Evans is concerned. You know everything happens in three. So who's another athlete named Tyreek? Tyreek Hill. Hills are, well, yeah, exactly. So we need a third one. Tyreek Hill's going to get suspended most likely. Tyreek Evans is now out. So NFL Tyreek Hill, NBA Tyreek uh, Evans. Is there a third Tyreek athlete that uh, I can't think of? Is there a boxer Tyreek yeah. something? Uh, I'm trying to think. But uh, just quickly on this, and we'll get into the picks. So the NBA, as I stated, they don't test for marijuana. 
So, like, you can smoke weed in the NBA. They do, but they don't. It's one of those, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they don't, essentially. Like, honestly, like, there are NBA players that are smoking weed, like, in the parking lot before they go in the arena type thing. They don't smoke in the arena. I wouldn't shock me if someone had a vape pen, but um, generally, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you know, it's kind of common knowledge that NBA players smoke weed. But I didn't know this. There's a zero tolerance policy. Zero tolerance, guys. You get caught once, you're out of league. And there's a list of drugs that you cannot do. And it's one time. And you get, you get, uh, there's not even like, not everyone gets ran tested. But you could randomly get tested type thing. So Tyreek Evans evidently was tested. And we don't know what it was, but the, 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 the the rules are you're not allowed doing amphetamines, cocaine, GHB, ketamine, LSD, PCP, or opiates. Well, some heavy hitters That's, there at the bottom. Yeah, and there's another one. Benzo, Benzo, uh, Benzoziapine. or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah, another Benzo, one. Yeah, I, don't I, don't what, I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even strong. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I don't one's know what a cat tranquilizer. One, all those other ones you used are basically drugs to like put. And down honestly, animals. this isn't they're a strong. bad list because they're looking out for your best interest. They're like, don't do amphetamines, <laughs> don't do <Yeah>, ketamine, <laughs> like don't do opiates. For sure, the cocaine one, eh, that's a little harsh, I think. And I, I, I find it hard to believe they have a zero tolerance policy that you do a line of blow and you get kicked out of the NBA. He must have been a repeat violator, like repeatedly. He must have just sort of figured. I'm just speculating, but my guess is he was probably, like, doing blow consistently, and they probably warned him a few times. We're going to kick you out, bro. And he was probably like, no one gets kicked out of the NBA. No one's been kicked out of the NBA for drug use since Roy Tarpley, all right? Michigan Wolverines, Dallas Mavericks, tragic story. (laughs) I remember Roy Tarpley. Yeah, I remember Roy Tarpley. Yeah, that was the 80s. Like I'm saying, you're telling me that no one in you're telling me out of ever in the NBA, no one's done a line of blow this year? Come on. And I, I know I'm they're thinking, all the potheads. I'm thinking probably a lot. You know, yeah, the late night party after a game? Come on. It'll come out in a few days. It is what it is. Like you said, he'll go and play overseas. Um, all right, Babano. Uh, hockey. We'll get back to the basketball. Hockey uh, tonight. Are you one of the many? Oh, the St. Louis Blues. They, they, they're going to come back because they got screwed the other night. And it's extra motivation <laughs> and all this crap. Settle Are you going to sell me this, Babano? You're not the only one because that's what everyone's peddling. What do you got, Babano? Settle down. <laughs> I like St. Louis. I'm going to I'm going to join the bandwagon here tonight. But it's not just that they, they're going to come back strong. And obviously, it's not just that they come back strong because of the way they lost the other night. It's because if they go down 3-1 going back to San Jose, it's trouble. They're, they're probably done. But it's more than that. I think this is a conscious effort by the refs tonight to – Give St. Louis the benefit of the whistle tonight. I'm not going to say San Jose is going to get more penalties tonight, but I think they're going to look for every little thing the Sharks do on that ice tonight. Uh, and if there's, there's a even just a little bit of a reason to call a penalty on them, they'll call it. Wow. What were you, what were you saying, right. Gabe? Didn't I hear said, you I, wouldn't, I would not surprise me if they screwed the Blues again tonight. <laughs> Like, you take back. I, you listen, take you're not alone, Babano. Take it back. So what do you think, Cam? You think the referees are going to be extra I, nice tonight? No, to the Blues? I don't. I think, 
I'm actually worried with San Jose because they they get every call in every series. I'm very, very concerned right now. I, I got guys walking in my backyard here. God, man, it's unbelievable. Anyway, yeah, I am concerned because what, you know what? There's strangers just, in your backyard right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And they're wheeling like like weird things. Like the guy's got one of those things that you put fridges on, you know, that you strap it in. Like, I don't know if they're wheeling Dolly. cases of beer to their buddy's house. Like, I got to be honest with you. This place, there's a lot more people lingering around, and, and and people have been knocking on the doors during the show. Like, I got to get a sign, no solicitors. I didn't want to have to do it for Babano. No canvassers, as Babano was No canvassers. Yeah, there's my term. No canvassers. That's anyway, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried that the whole world's going to be on St. Louis tonight. The line's a buck 40. I think the Blues have been a better team in the series. Uh, San Jose has caught the benefit of a lot of breaks. They're still good. Hey, I got to give Joe Thornton a lot of credit. He looks slow, but you know what? He had two goals that game. Um, I would hope St. Louis would get hometown calls, Gabe, but you're right. I, who's, who's to say that San Jose is not going to get the benefit of the calls? I don't know. I'm just betting on a desperate team at home only laying 40 cents. Give me the blues. I agree. I can't, I can't say, oh, no, it's crazy. I mean, these games are all so evenly matched. But hey, just what's, what's nuts about the NHL. You guys were on Boston. I was on Carolina. I thought Carolina would win. I can't, I can't cap. When I'm watching a hockey game, a goalie standing on his MF friggin' head for like making acrobatic saves like he's in Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I, Carolina dominated Boston those games, and they lost both of them. So what the hell can I do about it? Nothing. And your argument to Gamble was right. There's nothing more than a luck-based sport as in hockey. You can break down Corsi numbers, time of possession, uh, you know, where you possess the puck on the yeah, ice. If you got I was the one that said it was random. I know you did. It is random. If you get them, it's pretty simple. If you have a better goaltender, you will win in hockey nine out of ten times. It's that simple. It's anyway, true. That's, it's There's so no true. other sport. Even if you have one wicked NBA player, you still can't win. You need like exactly. three or four wicked players. You have one wicked NFL player. It doesn't matter. Saquon Barkley's a great running back. The kid got yep. killed last year with the Giants. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Baseball, big deal. Mike Trout's the best player in the world. The Angels suck. He's never played a playoff game in his life. Right? Hockey, one player can change everything. It really can. One goalie can just stay, save, 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 and then you score and you win. You know, it's it really can change a dynamic. Um, it, it, Carolina deserved better. It's a cold world. It is what it is. But tonight, yeah. Hard to like any of these unders, too. I swear, Babano, do you know what the official number is for the totals now in the, in the NHL playoffs? It's got to be, like, nearly 70% to the over. It has to be. Not that high, but there have been more overs. Uh, and obviously, every game in this series has gone over the total so far without an adjustment. It's been five and a half in every game. So that's the way. only way I'm looking with the total is once again over, especially if my theory that San Jose, you know, the whistle could be a little tighter on them tonight comes to fruition. Remember, it was the same thing last week with the Houston Rockets two weeks ago. Remember, the Rockets got screwed, and it was the same thing. I think, Cam, you said, oh, the Rockets tonight, the referees, after they bitched at them all night, they, oh, yeah, they lost the next game. Nothing. Yeah. They lost the next game. You guys yeah, realize, no, too, in the NHL, it used to be oh, no, teams don't get swept in the NHL. They do their, they'll show a little pride, and they'll win on their home ice. Right? They don't want to get swept. Teams got swept all the time this year in the NHL. There's been a lot of sweeps in the NHL playoffs. Like that game three going into game four has been a pretty much win yep. for the road team every time or the, the team that's been up. Columbus swept Tampa Bay. It's off the top of my head. Columbus swept Tampa Bay. The Islanders swept the Penguins. Pitt swept Pittsburgh, yep. 
Carolina swept the Islanders. Carolina. Carolina swept the Islanders. Carolina Four teams Correct. getting swept. That's wild. Team, yeah, teams Team. that are three and zero up in the series are four and zero in Game Four. So that tells you all you need to know. When they're down three nothing, they're not coming back, and they're like rarely winning Game Four. Yeah, we're, we're not going to have that again. The Stanley Cup will be a close one. All right. So uh, what about the basketball, uh, Babano? Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm on the over. That's my stronger bet. Uh, Two sixteen and a half. I think we're going to get better shooting from Milwaukee. Specific. I think Giannis will be bigger factor. Middleton will shoot better. Bledsoe will do a little bit more. Conditon will be more of a factor. You know, they're not going to be relying on Lopez tonight like they did the other night. And I'm going to hope Toronto also, you know, steps up and supports. You know, either Kyle or Kawhi. We know they have had one player going for them shooting the basketball for extended parts of these games. I did see glimpses of good stuff from Pascal and glimpses from Norm Powell in the first half before they got quiet again in the second half. You've got to hope just some of these guys step up, start making some shots, start getting some confidence with their offensive game. But I do think we'll get more points tonight. This total's lower than it was in game two. And I like Toronto a little bit. I'm going to take them plus six and a half smaller bet. I can't say I'm ultra confident going against the 9-1 and one ATS team in the playoffs like Milwaukee is. But I think the Raptors can hang tough. But I do like the over more than I do the side. Cam? You know me, Gabe. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything with you. I, I think the Raptors, yeah, they were a better team the first game for three quarters. They're a little trouble. ride it again. Uh, I'm worried. I'm worried. I, I can tell you I'm not going to go uh, crazy on the game. It, it will be played. Uh, I'm going to bet it at uh, plus six and a half, hopefully getting a seven. I w- agree with Babano. I think the over is the play. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in the game. They just got to hang around, man. And I just really didn't like the fact that Milwaukee shot 25% from three-point land and still covered a spread by winning by eight. That concerns me. And Brooke Lopez playing like that, like other guys on their team didn't even show up and they covered. So I'm very worried. Uh, uh, fear the deer, you know what I mean? And it's one of those things, like, would it surprise you, Gabe, if Milwaukee won by 16 tonight and kicked their ass? No. But, you know. I would not either. So, but I, 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 th- I got to take the points with the Raptors. But I'm very nervous about it. I can't really say it's a lock or anything like that because it's not. This is the least confident that I have been, and I've been yeah. very good with the Raptors in the playoffs this year. Um, this is the least confident that I have been about any game that we played in the playoffs. Honestly, like tonight is the the only one where I'm like, oh god, like it's bad. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel it. it. Yeah, it I just feel, feel it in the feels pit of my like stomach. Milwaukee I know might it's kill bad. Them. Yeah. Like, it I feels know. like they could lose bad. Yeah, right from the onset, too. I just three ball and three ball, three ball. Like, I'm worried. I'm not going to lie. I hate to say and it. If you're the Raptors, you're, you're in a spot where if you lose tonight, game two, you're going to have to win both of your home games. That's all there is to it. Sure. You're going to have absolutely have to do that. And that's not going to be easy because Milwaukee's shown they can win on the road. So you're in a real yeah, bind yeah. if you don't win tonight, Toronto. Yeah, but, uh, but battle Milwaukee, are, they're a good road team, but they're, they're dominant at home. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, game time decisions continues. 
for a little past. Uh, we're into the third quarter now of, uh, of the four quarters here. Into the, the third quarter of the program. <laughs> During the break, I could hear Cam dropping f bombs. So I'm assuming something happened at the PJ Championship, Cam, or yeah, somebody yeah. just did something in your backyard again. Uh, these guys aren't stopping. It, it's it's a big run today. I think they're having a party tonight. I, I'm seeing a lot of things being moved. Adam Scott just uh, with the bogey. Where uh, so Brooks Kepka has extended his lead to five. We knocked knocked it to three. Back up to five. He birdied the par five. Scott with a three putt from like four feet to a horrible putt. Uh, that's Holy I was shit! Out. Yeah, trust me. It's uh, when Kepka's you have guys shot here. Stuff, it's not good. It's not good. Kepka's just rolling. He just like within Brooks five feet of ten again here. What the hell? Wow. It reminds me of the old Tiger Woods video game where, like, it was my buddy had it down where he just, and, you know, had the laser. It would just drop. Yeah. Kepka, it looks like a video game place. Like, not even real, this guy. Just doof. And it I went, know. like, right, like, it's, you just put it, like, from 150 yards, like, four feet from the hole. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. one of my Stop. big one of my big bomb plays that I bet in this tournament is moving on up a little. Matt Wallace, one hundred and twenty five to one, but he's never going to catch Kepka at this rate. I got him too, Babano. Matt Wallace, I bet him all year. Uh, finished second on the European oh, Tour last week. He's going to be one of these guys. Scott follow. just, I, I, well, I know, I told Scott you. Scott just teed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, no, he's, he just teed yeah, off. He just drove and put it in a rough, like horrible rough too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm turning it to Meltdown. horse racing right now. Can't watch this anymore. It's really pissing me Meltdown. off. Meltdown. Meltdown. Going to Belmont. Taking the five horse, seven to two. Last race of the day. We'll see how it goes. Five minutes to post. Actually, All right, I uh, Babano. So, yeah, final, yeah. Uh, what, what's your take? Final final pick on, on the Raptor? You're, what do you think, Babano? And then you're going with the over, you said, right? Then we'll get to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, over and uh, Raptors, but I like the over more. Right. So, uh, what do you think about uh, Portland being favored tomorrow? You surprised to see that? Yeah, I'm going to take Portland. I'm going to take Portland tomorrow. I think this is their spot they win. I mean, I know it's been a great run for Golden State without Kevin Durant. Three great games. Game six, Houston. Game one of the, this series. Game two, not so great in the first half. But obviously, the second half, they came on. Uh, the offense got going. Uh, Portland with some turnovers and just bad possessions late in that game. Very similar to their loss last night to the Raptors' loss in game one against Milwaukee. Uh, a game they probably deserved to win but didn't. But I think Portland's got one good win in them in this series. If they're going to win a game, it's in this spot. They haven't been at home in a while. I think the Moda Center, as they're calling it now, uh, is going to be revved up. Yeah, the Golden State, you know, on the road now after two big home wins. It, without Durant, this could be finally a situation where hey, we don't have an A game in us, uh, and Portland is able to take advantage. I think if there's going to be one game in this series, they win, it's this one. So I'll lay the, I won't play the two and a half. I'll probably go money line instead with Portland to win game three. It's like minus one, 132 right now. Minus 130, minus yeah. 132. It's a good play. I'm with Babano, Gabe. I really think it's a good spot for them. They've battled in all those games at home. It's been a house of horrors for the road team, too, in Portland, especially since Golden State's up two to nothing. Maybe they won't put their foot on the throttle and a uh, very good spot for Portland to get the win. I'm, I'm with Babano on that one. I think Portland wins game three. It is. They better, they better, they better not miss though. It's sort of, you know, when they say, if you're going to try to kill the King, you better not miss. You're going to yes. try a coup. Like they're going to come out and you know, it's the old, you know, probably you guys will bet on uh, the classic Babano take Portland in the first quarter, first half type stuff tomorrow. Right. Is you get it's the old kitchen sink theory. You're getting the kitchen sink tomorrow. 
Portland are coming out. Portland haven't had a lot of luck in this series. And Lillard was fouled last night. That was garbage. Yes, he was. He was McCollum was fouled. He was Yeah, it's bullshit. It's totally, it's been, it dude, this stuff's like the Globetrotters. It's, it's, it's such entertainment. The guy you know, pulled, game it, one, saw it. He pulled his shorts. He grabbed his jersey yeah. and shorts. Like, how do you not see that? Like, it, you said it, Marantz. It's a video game stuff. These leagues have who they want to go. And ever since gambling is getting more popular, the games are getting worse when it comes to officiating. It's very simple. Like, it's, it's, that was definitely a foul. Game one, the Raptors, um, were called for 21 fouls. The Milwaukee Bucks were called for 11. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really think all the Bucks to... only committed 11 fouls all night? 11 fouls? Yeah, exactly. They, they played that perfect. They only, you know what I mean? Come on. And I swear, there was like a ton they didn't call. Like, they're, they really are affecting the outcomes of these games. Like, they I said are. this this morning. I'd love to know in the real world, like, like in a parallel universe type thing, where if we could see what what the result of the games would be if they would call the NBA not superstar type stuff. Yep. Like if they called Harden for traveling every time, would Houston would even be in the playoffs? They'd be like, you can't play. You can't you can't dribble without traveling. Travel, travel, travel. What if they call LeBron for traveling? What if they, every time, like, dude, the other night we were up by 12. The Raptors are up by 12. They're up by 13. Kawhi Leonard, like, is dunking the ball and stuff. He's getting hit every time. And they never call it because he never pitches. But these are all extra points, and one, and one. Kyle Lowry was getting mugged. They don't call it. That's like an and one, and one. I swear, the Raptors probably got screwed for about 14 and ones the other night. And then Giannis is off his game, and Giannis clumsily sort of stumbles through the paint and gets saved by a foul all the time. It's just total garbage. And it's getting hard to watch. And I love the NBA, man, but... When you get to this time, man, it's it's a pile of bullshit. That's what it is, for lack of a better term, yep. part of my language. But I'm I'm sick True. and tired of it. You know, let the players play and decide this for for themselves. But it's 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 a cold world. There's a rumor here now, guys. John Clayton, who's got yeah, I respect John Clayton. Remember John Clayton from like ESPN, the football guy. Yep, Seahawks. He used to be a Seahawks beat writer. He's a Seattle yep. guy. Yeah. yeah. Says uh, he thinks the Jets are going to trade Le'Veon Bell now. Yeah. <laughs> Let the circus continue. Gase, Gase, Gase. Gasolina. Yeah, Gasoline. Um All right, uh, Babano. So before we get you out of here, do you have uh, you have a preakness pick for us? You better you're betting on the preakness. Uh, the Preakness, uh, I, I have not received anything yet, so I can't say I have. I'm waiting for that tonight. Usually he sends it the night before, the guy I, I use for horse racing. So we'll see. Uh, but I've got nothing right now. What do you like, Cam? It's actually funny. The more I think about it, uh, uh, Gabe, you know, uh, when we had Marco D'Angelo on, I really like what he was saying about some of these horses. It's Owendale at like 12 to 1. The more I'm reading about it, this horse might win. He's extreme value for a top three play. Improbable is going to win. I don't think he will. I think he will. I think he will, but there's money to be made with the, the, the exactas and the trifecta still. Mm-hmm. Improbable is the best horse in here right now. There's a reason, like, you know, why he is the favorite. But like Bob Baffert said, he said, we're kind of the favorite by default. And Baffert admits that, you know, we're the, we're the favorite by default. 
but you could argue, you know, it's the best horse, War of Will. Look, we had Mike Smith on earlier in the week. He said uh, he thinks War of Will is the horse to beat. I'm going to roll the dice on uh, on Bodie Express to, to show, and uh, I'm buying into Bourbon War. I think Bourbon War could be fi- part of that trifecta as well. Sort of, sort yeah, of mixing War. up. A- I, like I do that. think a probable wins, but he's only plus 250. Yeah. Horses that it, it, yeah, no race. value there. People always think that the fresh horse has an advantage and stuff. Oh, and to bring in fresh horses. It's not true. If the horses were that good, if they were good enough, trust me, they would have been in a Kentucky Derby. Nobody says, oh, yeah. I have a great horse, but let's not run in the Derby. Let's wait for the Preakness to be fresh. <laughs> right? Like, so you're getting the backups now. Doesn't mean that there's not some great horses here. But I, I think it's been like, I don't know, 14 years or something. It's crazy, guys. Like, there's a severe trend in which the horses from the Kentucky Derby win. Like, there's not, the fresh horse doesn't win because it's just, quite frankly, not as good. But, you know, and the horses, it depends how banged up they are. But this thing's pretty wide open coming in tomorrow, to be honest. It should That's be the fun. thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, improbable, yeah, he's 2-1, to one, he's the favorite. But it wouldn't shock me if a lot of, like, Bourbon War 9-1, to one, Owendale 11-1. to one. Marco talked about that. Bodie Express, 18 to 1. Gabe, all those horses are capable. The only horse that probably doesn't have a chance is Everfast. He's 100 to 1. Other than that, all the horses is up to the big dogs, you know, up to 18 to 1. I think I have a shot. I think this race is wide open. Lots of value wide with open, the mid-grade yeah. horses. All right. And maybe some good exact trifecta and super payouts, too. Yep. Yeah, exactly. If the dogs come in, for sure. So where can people find you, Babano? Twitter at Bobano, uh, as always. So check me out there. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bobano. So uh, you're going out for a wild night uh, uh, tonight. It's with on the your, your wild tonight. And the hammer? Uh, tomorrow. We're going to, no, not tonight, actually. Tomorrow's going to be doing some stuff, but uh, with uh, some friends for, you know, the horse racing. We'll watch the golf. We'll watch the uh, Golden State game, the UFC. There's a UFC Rochester card tomorrow. Uh, so we'll be doing all that tomorrow. So I'm keeping it. Uh, light and easy tonight, keeping it on the down low. Ian Cameron, Babano. Bano. Uh, thanks for joining us, Babano. All right, guys, take care. Good luck this weekend. Ian see Cameron. this, uh, see this story, Gabe? Very, very interesting, uh, story in the Toronto Sun about, uh, the marijuana laced with, with, uh, fentanyl trying to, um, seems like a ploy. So the government will uh, make you buy their, uh, product at a steeper price. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give me a break. Uh, stupid. Anyway, whatever. You know, Cam, it's the uh, the finale of uh, Game of Thrones this weekend. I'm sure you're very excited. Never seen it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was in it. Apparently, cameo performance. Uh, George Kurtz yeah, told me killed. on the weekend, you can bet on it. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, apparently they have Game of Thrones props, which is cool. You know, if you can watch it, you can bet on it. But uh, I've not seen one episode ever, Gabe. Uh, you? Yeah, first first character to perish in the final episode. Daenerys Targaryen? I don't know. One, that seems to be the favorite. No, I don't. I've never watched it again once. First person to die is this Daenerys. Uh, that's uh, minus 400. Second one, Grey Worm. Lannister, wow, nice. Arya Stark, Drogon, Davos, Brienne, Sansa Stark. 
John Snow. I don't know any of this stuff. A lot of Starks. Samuel Tullock. Yeah, a lot of Starks. Yeah, Brand Stark. It must be like one of the Starks here. I like the analysis. This is an interesting bet. I do think the final episode will be a bloodbath with plenty of fan favorites dying. But I don't see Danny dying first. If anything, I think she will be the last or second character. All right, so what? The Daenerys chick? That's the blonde chick that is like the star of the show? Yeah. She's not going to be the first one to die in the, the premiere. Queen? What are you no. guys, stupid? No. It's like Walter White in Breaking Bad. They didn't kill him in the first minute, idiots. <laughs> it's like going to see Star Wars and like Darth Vader dies in the first 10 seconds of the movie. It's not happening, guys. <laughs> he, he gone. Like, this is, I don't even watch this show. I thought it'd be funny if we broke it down from a perspective of people who don't watch the show, Cam, but yeah, I'll tell you we'll idiots right now. They're not going to kill the star of the show in the first, like, she ain't going to be the first one to go at the, at the finale. She'll be like She's the last one. 400? Yeah. Uh, something sounds stupid there. Glad I don't bet this stuff. Sounds like a real rope-a-dope. No all right, thanks. so let's just throw darts here. So who's going to die first, Cam? We'll Give keep track of this, all right? So this yep. Daenerys chick, Grey Worm, five to two, Lannister five to one, Arya Stark six to one, Drogon eight to one, Davos ten to one, Brienne ten to one, Sansa Stark fourteen to one. Sansa Stark on Grey Worm. Guy. I like Grey Worm five to two. Yeah, Grey Worm. He gone. Grey Worm's dead. Right. Here's the betting analysis from covers. The look between Jon Snow and Grey Worm before Grey Worm decided to attack the surrounding soldiers at King's Landing. Ooh, King's Landing. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, uh, 6 o'clock hour coming up. Me and Cam will give you some more Game of Thrones, best bets uh, for two people that have never seen the show and can't, can't pronounce the names of the characters. Yeah. If you can, Cam, uh, we'll open it up. My bookie's pretty good at this. I'd like you to try to read some of these off, <laughs> some of the props. Yeah, that's why I went with Ringworm or whatever. Sounded uh, one uh, I could read. Ringworm. Grayworm. Uh, you got you got Ringworm? Oh, man. Ringworm. You, you call, yeah, you're going to call your bookie. Call call a guy named Gino. Hey, what up, Gino? Can yeah. I get uh, 50 bucks on uh, Ringworm to die first in that, uh, that TV show tonight? <laughs> what do you mean? Gray Worm? Yeah, Gray yeah, Worm. Ringworm. Yeah, Whatever. Gray Worm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Worm. worm. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, you know what? I, I kind of feel that. Uh, I think I'm going to bet on yeah, we'll, 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 we're, we're gonna We're going to go over this. <laughs> we're going to go over this. All right. Well, we, we, we got 6 o'clock. We got Alex Smith coming up, so let's get Bob on for a couple of minutes. All right, Bob, congratulations. Bob. Your Bruins are going to the Stanley Cup. Boston, Bob, what's up, Bob? Yes, how you doing, guys? Hi, Cam. Hi, Bob. Gabe, how you guys doing? From you, Bob. How you doing, Bob? Good. It's a good day today, yeah. And I don't watch that yeah. show either. I think uh, I don't get into that. that too what? Uh, too, have you ever watched it before? But what, it's too complicated? Too, no, uh, too never medieval? did. I don't. No, yeah, I never got into it. No, no, I got other. Shows. I don't have HBO. Not that one. <laughs> so he'd be like, 
It looks like I a good show, but one of those deals you got to follow it every week. And I've never really been yeah. into dragons and medieval stuff and all that, you know. Yeah, me either. Not no, me either. I'm I don't watching like sports, either. Um, what? I said I'm watching sports. Tonight the Raptors are gonna win tonight. Really? They are, huh? And the Sharks are gonna win tonight. Oh, Raptors Bob. and Sharks. I like your pick. Slow Bob. down. Good pick, Sam. Hey, yeah, you, Cam. Not very good, Bob. Not very good. No, but anyway, not doing good, Cam. I can't say good. I can't say good luck. I really need the Blues tonight. Bob seems to hit winners. No. Maybe you should get his hockey pick. Bob, are you Sharks still coming on uh, May 31st? Still going to see the Yankees? Yes, yeah, still coming in May 31st. You want to go to the game? I don't know if I can go to the game, but uh, we'll see you in the studio, Bob. We'll bring you and your brother into the, you know, no, come visit us in the I'm studio. No, I'm coming down. No, I, no, it's a night game. I'm coming down by bus. It's a trip. The Yankees.